Hi, this is Dr. Christian Northrup, and the Dr. Pat Vaselli show is fabulous. It just rocks. I've enjoyed it so much. My latest book is The Wisdom of Menopause, completely revised and updated from Bantam Books, and it's available everywhere books are sold and on Amazon or on my website, which is loaded with other information, www.drnorthrup.com. I also have a newsletter that I absolutely love, published through Hay House, and you can get information about that also from that website, drnorthrup.com. Hi, welcome. This is Dr. John Demartini. This is one of the most amazing and inspiring shows that you can listen into. If you want to be on the edge of your seats, if you want to open up your heart, if you want to expand your mind, and you want to meet incredible people, stay tuned because you're just about to experience a transformative radio show that will change your life. And you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show that's coming up right next. You don't have to be a monk living in a monastery and meditating daily to understand that you are truly a divine spiritual being. Be one of the first to experience this breakthrough workshop with Dr. Pat Basili. Street Smart Spirituality, the three secrets to living life full out. Join our very own Dr. Pat on November 11th or November 12th at The Gathering in the Linwood Convention Center as she joins Dan Millman and others for this transformative weekend. Dr. Pat will introduce you to the power of busting through the crust and the importance of being direct and clear. Street smart when you're connecting to the energy of the universe. Are you ready to live life full out? Well, then this workshop is for you. Select this as one of your five workshops when you sign up for this weekend. Visit www.thegathering.cc or call 206-255-2500 to register now. That's www.thegathering.cc or call 206 206- 255-2500. Hi, I'm Stephanie Durham of The Inquiring Mind. Our experience with Dr. Pat has had a phenomenal impact on the launching of our business. We had more than 22,000 hits on our website in our first month of programming. Anyone wishing to begin or expand their mission in life would greatly benefit from a relationship with Dr. Pat of The Dr. Pat Show. She's absolutely one of the most inspirational people I've ever met. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. In the next hour, Dr. Pat showcases some of the world's most influential people in the fields of health, wellness, and human potential. Get ready to live life full out. Here's your host, Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome, everyone. Welcome to the Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by. Yep, that's what today's show is about. It really is about thriving. We're going to absolutely bust the myth that you have to really engage in your life as women and go through it with this idea of surviving, with this idea of sacrificing and cutting back, with this idea that as you get older, as your body changes, your life has to change for the worse. That is absolutely a myth. And who better to talk about this than a phenomenal individual who has dedicated her life to make sure that wisdom is what we have as women to really look at and be. And that is Dr. Christian Northrup. We're here and we're going to be talking with her today for an hour. The book that is out right now is The the Wisdom of Menopause. It's a reissue and it's a fabulous, fabulous book. I want to just give you a little bit of the information on Dr. Northrup, best-selling author of Women's Bodies, Women's Wisdom, The Wisdom of Menopause, Mother-Daughter Wisdom, uh, a board-certified obstetrician and gynecologist with more than 25 years of clinical experience trained at Dartmouth 
and Tufts in New England and has worked in, in this industry to help women see that their lives are magnificent and that each and every one of us as women can have everything that we desire and has done this in a way that has been groundbreaking for all of us. So today's show is really to bust through all of the notions that we have that we have to grow older, go through menopause, and be limited. Thank you, Dr. Northrup, for joining the show today. No, oh, it is so my pleasure. <laughs> We've got so much to talk about. We do. Let's start out with busting through uh, right out of the gate. And a question that I ask everyone, and I've just given people just a glimpse of your commitment and the work that you have done. But given that, what has been some of what have been some of the obstacles, some of the challenges that you have had to overcome to bring you to this very moment? Well, first of all, um, when I was a resident in OBGYN at Tufts New England Medical Center, my uh, sister was killed in a car accident, and my dad died suddenly of a ruptured cerebral aneurysm nine months later. And I was working on a ward where all the young women were dying of ovarian cancer, cervical cancer, and so on. And it felt like lightning had struck mm. the center of my life. And I learned about the grieving process, and I learned about loss, and I learned that we have the ability to get through loss um, and awful things. And then I was able to transfer that into my practice with people who were dying and mostly saying to them, listen, you need to sit down and you need to talk to each other and you need to tell each other what's in your hearts. Nobody knows whether they have tomorrow, so live as though right now is your last day. And so that was a, a very big change. It happened right at my, what we call the Saturn return, when you have to become an adult. I was 27 at the time. And then later, uh, in, as a young physician in practice, I was uh, nursing my first child, and I wanted to nurse her exclusively, like, you know, the good earth mother that I always wanted to be. Mm -hmm. I developed a huge breast abscess that eventually um, had to be operated on. It had dissected into my chest wall. The surgeon said it was the worst one he'd seen in 25 years. I, of course, was continuing to work, and one night had done five cesarean sections in a row, and I couldn't pump my breasts, and the nurses wouldn't let me use the breast pump because they couldn't figure out how to charge the parts. And um, I ended up actually losing uh, the lower half of my breast, my right breast, and I think, yeah, was it the right? This is funny. It's all healed now. <laughs> and the next baby was born. No milk would come out of that. And it's like I had a, an Amazon wounding. I understood what breast problems were all about, nurturing ourselves versus, versus nurturing others. Um, my ideas were not accepted in my, in my conventional OBGYN practice. Mm -hmm. Women were telling me why they got sick. I was getting sick for all the same reasons. So in 1985, uh, with a bunch of other women, I started a practice called Women to Women where we could explore what it meant to be a woman and have our work life and our home life be the same life. And, of course, my colleagues said, isn't that a little imbalanced, all women? Um, there was a lot of flack about that. And then um, I developed a, a huge fibroid, size of a soccer ball, and that was a premonition of shooting my creative energy into a dead-end relationship, which turned out to be my marriage and my 24-year-old marriage. 
ended suddenly right after I was on Oprah the first time in uh, 1999. And that was a real crushing blow for me because I was, I'm really the poster child for Till Death Do Us Part. Um, I wanted that marriage to go on forever. I have two beautiful daughters. We looked good. The family looked really good. Yes, <laughs> very hard to give up what looks so damn good. Oh, it, isn't it? The, isn't it? The, aren't you the poster family? Oh my God! You know, we are New England and both well educated. He's an orthopedic surgeon, and that I must tell you, more than the breast abscess, more than everything. That's what made me the person I am today. I am so grateful to that man um, because without that, I would never have gone deeply into my soul. That's when I wrote the, the first version of The Wisdom of Menopause, right during the divorce proceedings. And I went from a household of five to being utterly alone within six months because my kids were off on educational things and so on. And I was, I remember thinking, okay, this is it. I'm in the crucible. There was like seven feet of snow outside my window. I was completely alone. And I thought, so this is what we women spend our entire lives trying to avoid. We stay in dead-end relationships. We do all of this just so that we'll never have to face this. This moment. This moment mm -hmm. where we have the opportunity to fall in love with ourselves mm -hmm. and to find out who we are. But, you know, at first you don't know who you are. I didn't even know what colors I liked. I mean, honest to God, it had been so hard to buy even a piece of furniture with my husband because he, he controlled money so tightly. And so I had... I had created an outward career in the world where I was talking to women about partnership and with their physicians, with their bodies, and in my own inner world of home and family, I had created an Aussie and Harriet uh, marriage where father knows best and where I had to let him do all the major decisions. And I let him because I thought he was better at it than I was. So I had to learn about money and I had to learn about residual income and investing and I had to do all of that in my late 40s and I as I said I am so grateful but it was so terrifying well what you're talking about and thank you Dr. Northrup thank you so much for sharing that story um, uh, you, you know I, I think you talk about the degree of vulnerability we have and how important that is there is power in being vulnerable and at the same time you're sharing your wisdom and inspiring people uh, with that ray of hope because in talking with you and and folks have heard my story we get to see how we can get through those situations and then thrive in the world. Oh, yeah. I mean, the thing is, you know, our power is in the now, right now. And we hold on to our pain because our pain gives us an identity. It's almost like this little separate profit center, our pain, the pain of women. And I want you to know I've got all the footnotes on the pain of women. I can tell you why it's there and why we've been victimized and why men have done it to us and I can give you all of the academic citations the books are full of them so that I can validate why you feel the way you do and then I want to tell you you're right and you're also wrong because if you keep going down that same aisle you keep getting the same thing which is more pain more men who victimize you um, more people who diss you and so on but then when you decide when you get it oh my god my power is in my now and when I connect with my soul anything is possible and then you begin to 
look for thoughts that feel better or you begin to read affirmations that make you feel better. Day by day by day, little by little by little, you transform your entire life and your life can be better than you ever thought possible. I remember thinking, you know, during the divorce, oh my God, I have become a middle-aged woman alone with cats because mm. I got two cats at the animal shelter <laughs> for company and I realized, oh my gosh, they provide enormous comfort. Who knew? Um, you know, we could never have pets because he was allergic. And um, so, but now my life has just expanded beyond anything I could have imagined. And it's from choosing something that's more positive instead of feeding the pain body. Thank you for saying that because one of the key things you've just said, and I hope that when, when, when everyone listening to this show, as many times as you will listen to this show, you really pick up on a key word that Dr. Northrup has said, and that is choosing. Yes. We don't even understand, do we, that we have a choice about how we live our lives, including how we experience menopause. Oh, yes. Let's get into that. Jackie. Well, let's start right with the myth. Uh, the, and, I'll, and I'll just use myself and, and folks I've talked to. Here it comes. Here comes the menopause. Uh, my life is going to change. I'm not going to be able to have good sex anymore. I'm going to have hot flashes. I'm going to have to change my shirt. No one's going to be, you know, want to be around me. Uh, my brain is, this is the latest one I've heard. My memory is going to go down the tube. I mean, we can create the list, and you know the list, of what we create about the limitations of something that could be so transformative. Well, first of all, uh, menopause, perimenopause is a 6- to 13-year process that begins mm, late 30s, early 40s, mid-40s, and lasts till the average age of menopause. And menopause just means the final menstrual period, by the way. That's all it means. And the, the average age is 52 in this country. What happens, though, during that whole perimenopausal transition is your brain is changing and it's wiring in more wisdom. We have these neuropeptides called FSH and LH, and they stimulate ovulation. And so you get a peak of those at ovulation once a month when you're maximally sexually responsive, maximally receptive to cross-pollination of all kinds. Waitresses report their biggest tips and on and on. Well, after menopause, that FSH-LH peak that was high only at ovulation stays high the rest of your life. It's like we have this ovulatory cross-pollination wisdom where we're maximally open to other people's point of view and, and our own That's, that stays that way for the rest of our lives. We don't lose our memory. We literally get wired for more wisdom. It is fascinating. Well, we're going to take a short break. When we come back, we're going to talk about this rewiring because this is breakthrough. Uh, this is Dr. Uh, Chris Northrup talking about what she has so wonderfully come out and shared in the uh, the book, the women, uh, the wisdom of, of menopause. This is a reissue. There's so much for us to talk about with Dr. Northrup. This is really exciting for women. I want to say this, and I and I really I really want to make this point. You're at a critical decision point in your life right now you will get to choose listening to this program i'm hoping that for each and every one of you you tap in to this idea of your life thriving let's take a short break dr northrup when we come back more with the dr pat show talk radio to thrive by we've got lots to talk about stay tuned everyone
Time Magazine says NLP has untapped potential for treating individual problems and is becoming an all-purpose self-improvement program and technology. Come experience NLP for yourself at the Empowerment Partnerships Accelerated NLP Practitioner Training in Seattle, Washington, October 8th through the 14th. Since 1982, the Empowerment Partnership has taught thousands of people like you create critical transformations in areas that count most, relationships, health, wealth, and state of mind. If you want to increase your creative energy, get control of your life, and enjoy new levels of existence, call 1-800-800-MIND. That's 1-800-800-MIND. Or go to NLP.com. That's NLP.com. Mention the Dr. Pat Show when you call to receive a special discount. Would you like one of the most rewarding sales jobs of your life? The Dr. Pat Show has rapidly grown into the number one radio show to thrive by. The Dr. Pat Show is hailed for its remarkable guests, sponsors with integrity, and amazing listeners. Dr. Pat is in search of a creative, self-starting, energetic person to join the marketing team. If you're interested in helping promote and sustain the Dr. Pat Show, please submit your resume to pat at thedrpatshow.com. Again, that's pat at thedrpatshow.com. This is your opportunity to make a difference in your community and the world. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. I'm here with Dr. Chris Northrup. We are talking about many things, but I am so excited about the reissue of the book, The, the Wisdom of Menopause. Let me just say a few things uh, for those of you that may not be familiar with her work. She has been featured on PBS, uh, Oprah, The Today Show, Good Morning America, and many, many other media appearances. And if, if you want to find out more about her work, very simply, www.drdrnorthrup.com, and lots of information there, wonderful information, and the book is powerful, The Wisdom of Menopause. I'm telling you, it explains so much to me, Dr. Northrup. I want to really thank you for really taking this message out into the world, because I have to tell you, we are not short for information on menopause. As a matter of fact, if you go Google it as of today, oh my gosh, seventeen million four hundred thousand. You could spend your lifetime looking so at I this. I basically said, you know, why would anyone ever write a book on menopause? That's what I said. <laughs> Did back you in the, back in the nineties? I said, why would I write a book on menopause? There's too many. That was in the nineties, and then I went through the process and I said, oh, now I get it. It is a huge wake-up call. It's a huge birth canal. All, and you're giving birth to your best life. And here's the thing. The first half of your life, we're programmed to do things for other people. We have our families. We build our homes. We build our careers. We have to suck it up for a while. I mean, I didn't get an MD without um, taking a few hits. That's okay. But then in the second half of your life, you've got to live it on your own terms. You need to live it from your soul outward. Your life needs to be sourced from your spirit or it will not work any longer. So if you are doing things because your mother wants to, you too, but you don't want to. If you're, In other words, if your heart isn't in it, it is not going to work anymore and you are 
going to start getting chronic degenerative diseases. You reach a path. Midlife is this. Grow or die. There's a fork in the road. You get to choose. And there we are again with that word, choice. You get to choose. You And let's, let's talk about genetic determinism. I get that because that runs in the family. We all have this. It runs in my family. That is baloney. Yes, it is, isn't it? Baloney. It is. Yeah, in identical twins. 70 to 80% of what happens to identical twins, same DNA, is related to their environment. And ladies and gentlemen, your environment consists mostly of the thoughts and emotions that you have minute by minute, day to day. Each of those thoughts and emotions is accompanied by biochemical reactions in your body that influence your DNA. Now I want to be really clear to everyone listening. We're, this is not this is not just makeup stuff. Oh, no. This is scientifically proven. Absolutely. If anyone is interested in the nuts and bolts of this, I recommend that you read the Biology of Belief. That's right. And if you're really interested in it, uh, at a conversation I had with Bruce, Bruce Lipton, yeah, you yeah. can go and listen to my archives uh, and and hear exactly what this is about. But he really nails it. He is, you know, Bruce. Just like you are, Dr. Northrup, we are really creating a shift here, which is opening up the door of possibility for people, no. a door that has been shut, not because it's been really shut, because we've shut it in our minds. No, we've shut it in our own minds, and you know, that's the most interesting thing. We have this thing called the left hemisphere, which is the executive planning portion of our brain that thinks it's in charge. But it is not in charge. The heart is in charge. And you know that when it comes to the brain versus the heart, the heart always wins. And if your heart is not in your work, if your heart is not in your marriage, if your heart is not in your day-to-day activities, you will create a way out. And that's what illness is. It's a way out. Uh, There's an old saying that illness is the only acceptable form of Western meditation. But... What this show is about is not surviving, it's about thriving, which means that you become, you can learn to be acutely attuned to how you feel and how you're thinking in the present moment so that you don't have to get hit by a train in order to wake up. That's been my whole life with women, pointing out to them that, for instance, PMS, the premenstrual syndrome, the thoughts and beliefs that you have premenstrually, the issues that come up um, about hating your job or wanting to throw a plate at your husband, those are um, related to the amount of pain that you're carrying around. It is a beautiful time to work on transforming that pain body, and it's related to things in your life that aren't working, thoughts, beliefs, behaviors, whatever. If you pay attention once a month, to the premenstrual time and you use it for transformation, then the perimenopause time, which is PMS times 100, (laughs) not need to be such a big deal. But the deal is what we do in our culture is we have all of these wonderful warning lights on the dashboard, especially in women's biology. So we have the premenstrual time, we have the postpartum time, we have uh, the fall of the year when so many people get seasonal affective disorder. Those are all red lights on our dashboard. So what we do is we take drugs that just shoot out the indicator light on the dashboard. Let's pretend that isn't happening. What if I just take birth control pills that will regulate my period so that I don't have to have any of these emotions? 
Well, that's fine, but the emotions will go somewhere else. You see, that's how it works. Well, we're, they, they actually get buried. And imagine doing that every month. And that's what women for twenty years. That's what women are encouraged to do. And and then we're encouraged to now think your period is dangerous, so you should be on a birth control pill where you only get four periods a year. Oh, right! Wow, we have just you know, isn't that um, when people convince women that their bodies are a lemon? and that they need surgery or drugs to manage their normal female biology, which is so rich with, with with wisdom, and it's so telling us what's going on. And then, you know, the the powers that be convince us that the body is a problem, but if you just take this medication at, you know, $40 a month for the rest of your life, you'll be fine. And women buy it. Oh, it's insane, actually. I mean, we don't, we're not making this up. Just, just watch a few commercials on television. Well, that's, yeah. And the thing is, let's talk about choice. How much television are you watching? Because most mainstream television is brought to you by the pharmaceutical industry. I think this show is actually a miracle. I mean, we're talking about this and it is broadcast around the nation on the airwaves. <laughs> Absolutely. And, and and there's no one uh, telling us what we can and cannot say. I did an entire show based on the movie Side Effects. Oh, you did? I, I did. I love you. I love that it's, movie. It talks about, and I'm a researcher as well, yeah. and when you start to say, and, and let's let's make this a point of this because this is really important for what we're talking about, when 90% of the research, uh, medical research, is controlled by one contingency of people, the pharmaceuticals, Please understand that that's a bias. Oh, absolutely. I actually believe, uh, Pat, that uh, people, everybody in the nation, in order to be an informed consumer, should see the movie side effects and the trailer uh, money talks. And isn't that, I think that's available online, so you've got that on an archive that should yes. Okay, fantastic. Well, it's it's really important. I mean, what we're talking about today, Dr. Northrup, and thank you so much for for joining the show, is what we, what I talk about every day, and that's really bringing to the table information so people can make the choices that they that they want to make in life, so that they can select between surviving or thriving. You no, know, see, I just adore that this business. Of all these women survivor groups, I'm a survivor of this. I'm a survivor of that. That is so low-level living. Now, there's probably a time and place for that. Until you do your grieving process, you get over some initial trauma, you name some wounds in your life. But, boy, if you stay there, you are keeping the lid on pleasure, the lid on joy, the lid on abundance, prosperity, health, it just keeps the lid on it. And, you know, we believe, we, we are brought up with this belief that suffering buys us something. If I worry about my kids, it will protect them. If I get depressed about what's going on in Africa, it will somehow help what's going on in Africa, when in fact exactly the opposite is true. And let me make this point for you. Every woman out there listening, who decides she is going to have the best day of her life, who's going to feel like a princess today. Every woman who does this, who says yes to all of who she can be, is actually creating a better world for everyone. Absolutely. Everyone. I mean, this is it's exactly the opposite of what you've been told. You know that thing, give until it hurts. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, work until you're exhausted. No pain, no gain. And don't you love the... 
You know, she's a tireless worker for women's rights. There's even a song by Donna Summer. She works hard for the money. Yeah, yeah. It's like, you know what? I'm sick of that. I don't want any more of that. I did that. Donna even stopped working hard for the money. She became an artist. Yes. No, you know, I've um, I've been there, done that. I lost my breath for that. I mean, I understand what that's about. And it doesn't gain us anything, although it, let me think, it does. It does. It does gain you something. It gains you a support group of, um, dare I say it, people who, shall we call it, I don't want to call them losers, it's pejorative, but it does gain you a support group of like-minded people who would like to keep you down there. In Maine, we have the saying, you know, crabs in a bucket. All these crabs are in a bucket, and then when a pioneer crab gets up over the edge, the other crabs pull it back in. Well, we know that. I think this is not a surprise to the folks that listen to my show because we talk about it all the time. We talk about what we have to do to to rearrange our lives, and sometimes we have to decide about the people that we hang out with. You know, the, you know, our peeps may not be our peeps anymore. You know, uh, there's a guy named Randy Gage who talks a lot about prosperity, and he said something profound, which I found to be true. Your income will be the average of that of your five closest friends. That's right. Yeah. And, and, you know, if you really, if you want to go further back, all you have to read are, are the writings of Catherine Ponder. And oh, she will be Catherine right Ponder. out of, exactly. She comes right out of the gate. This is a woman that, what, how many years ago did well, she start? She's in her 90s now. And yeah. she lives in Palm Desert. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah, bottom line, choose the people you hang out with. Choose the information you decide to call truth. I mean, this is what's going on. Uh, we're going to take a short break, but when we come back, Dr. Northrup, there's something that you say in the book that I really want to zoom in on and, and really talk about what this means for us as women. The, the thing that you really call to action for me is this idea that there are 45, over 45 million people, women, that no longer are invisible, no longer can be silent, but a force to be reckoned with. Yes. Let's talk about that. Let's talk about it at a universal level and then at an individual level because this is really a call to action for people like you, people like me. This is all of us to really look at this and decide in our lives right now what is going to be our truth. Are we going to live a life of thriving and prosperity or are we going to settle for the same old thing? I'm Dr. Pat Basile. You're listening to The Dr. Pat Show, talk radio to thrive by my guest, uh, Dr. Chris Northrup, we're talking about this amazing book, The Wisdom of Menopause, and much more. Stay tuned. We'll be right back. New Times Naturally Magazine is Tampa Bay's natural health magazine, now in their 20th year, covering body, mind, spirit, nutrition, physical fitness, yoga and Pilates, supplements, meditation, natural product, mental health and strength, spiritual growth, eco-earth, and more. Search for local business, feature stories, media, and product reviews, and an extensive calendar of events. Pick one up at your local business today or visit NewTimesNaturally.com. That's NewTimesNaturally.com. From our home to your speakers, voiceamerica.com. Bringing you around the world right from your desktop, voiceamerica.com. 
Welcome back to the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. If you have a question or comment, call us toll-free at 866-472-5788. Now back to the program. Here's Dr. Pat Basile. Welcome back, everyone. We are just getting warmed up here. Number one, New York Times best-selling book, The Wisdom of Menopause, back uh, in a reissued version, and we're going to talk a little bit about that and pick up where we left off. You know, Dr. Northrup, again, thank you so much for joining the show. Uh, I want to make sure folks have your website and know how to get the book. Why don't we just take a minute to give out uh, some information about you? Absolutely. Okay, my website is www.drnorthrup, N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P, and there's no period after the doctor, just D-R-N-O-R-T-H-R-U-P dot com. The book is The Wisdom of Menopause, Creating Physical and Emotional Health During the Change. It's available at any bookstore, at Amazon, or on my website. Well, and what I want to say about the book is this is a fabulous book, not just about the nuts and bolts about your health and well-being, but you have integrated the mind-body-spirit component in this book, which is absolutely critical. I, I mentioned a number before we went to break, something like 46 million women, and I wanted to ask you, this is a reissue, what was your inspiration for taking a look at this book right now and saying, I've got to make some changes, I've got to get the message out there? Great question. All right, so there were a couple reasons uh, that I redid it. One was that the entire conversation about hormone replacement has completely changed. And what I said in the very first edition back in 2001, of course, turned out to be prescient and correct, which is that if you're going to do hormone replacement, you need to have an individualized prescription based on chemicals that exactly match those found in a female human body, not a female pregnant horse. And so I wanted to update everybody about the hormone replacement situation in medicine post the Women's Health Initiative study that was stopped prematurely in 2002, scaring women all over the nation who had been on PremPro, um, which is Premarin and uh, Provera. Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> you know, so basically I wanted to uh, let women know where we stand, what the risks and benefits are with hormone replacement. So that was really important. And what's wonderful is as a result of that huge government study being stopped so abruptly is the entire conversation about hormones is where it should be. It, they're not for everybody. Some women need them, some women don't, and you just need a dusting of hormones. You know, as we speak, a bunch of my colleagues are meeting in uh, California this weekend to talk about how to educate physicians about this individualized approach. So I'm very excited about where that's going. But also, I had completely come through the process myself uh, and found that my life was better than it ever had been, and that doors had just opened for me that I had no idea would open. And, and honest to God, I was on that radio station called Pathetic Woman 99.9. I remember being on it. I'm too old. No man will ever want me again. Mm. Um, you know, I'll never have sex again. Well, so basically my life sucks. Yeah, it was my life. The, the, the suck channel. Life yeah. sucks channel. Exactly. I mean, you you know what? You and I know what that sucking sound sounds like. Oh, my God. We've been there, done that. And so I began to do, again, 
following the lead of Catherine Ponder, <laughs> I uh, I have a bunch of her affirmations. You know, at one point during the during the menopausal transition, uh, my whole neck and, and chin and elbows were covered with this rash, and it went on and on and on. And a rash is usually the body trying to do armoring of some kind. It's fear coming up, and you're trying to create armor. And I knew that, but I didn't know. See, with the physical body, we never know what it's about till after it's over. The intellect can't figure this out. The body has its own wisdom. I actually went to a resort, and I did nothing but read Catherine Ponder. For 10 solid days, all I did was Catherine Ponder affirmation. And by the time I got home, the rash had gone away completely. And I didn't want to take steroids because I knew, yeah, I could get rid of the rash with medication, but I'd just send it deeper into my body. I wanted it up and out of there, you see. So anyway, I, after all of this and then all the information on sex, um, we now know, and this is so exciting, menopause in and of itself does not change sex drive. It does not change ease of reaching orgasm. It does not change interest in sex. We have all this new information that's come out, mostly done by women researchers, since 2001. We also know about heart disease. Heart disease is related to glycemic stress which is too many refined carbohydrates. I finally got my weight under control after menopause. Um, I know how to eat. I've taught a million women how to eat, um, how not to turn into a, uh, you know, an obese, apple-shaped figured person. All of these risks for chronic disease, cancer, heart disease, diabetes, all of those are completely manageable through thought through diet, through behavior, through lifestyle. And I wanted women to know all of this latest research and how to negotiate this, but the basic message of the book has always been the same. This is a growth spurt. This is a birth canal. You are going through labor, but the person you are giving birth to is you. That is, that's the important point here. That's it. This is it. This is so much of what we've been programmed to hear. And, and you know, I, we hear it every day from, from people that, you know, contact us. And, and we've created a, a story around what menopause means in our lives. And, and what you're doing is you're really inviting people to change the story. I am. And the one thing I do want to say is at the turn of the 20th century, in other words, in 1900, the average life expectancy was 40. Right. So there is this sort of ancestral memory that comes up that says this is the end. Well, folks, it is the end. It needs to be the end of dead-end relationships, dead-end jobs, dead-end friends, dead-end thoughts, dead-end behavior. It needs to be the end. So if you feel like you're dying to your old self, you are. You are. And it feels like a death. So you need to... Grieve your losses. And let me tell you how to grieve, because your body knows how to do it. You do it through sound, through wailing, through crying, through yelling. You do it through movement, and you do it through crying, through tears. Tears contain enormous amounts of toxins. But we've been told, you know, keep a lid on it. Don't make noise. And you do this privately, okay? You don't go throwing things at other people. But the body knows how to heal, and it knows how to go through that process. And when you make those sounds of grieving, you literally change the vibration of your cells, and you lighten up. 
Exactly. And it really is about that. I'm so grateful that I have so many Native American friends, I have to tell you. Uh, because, you know, for me, being introduced into the Vision Quest, being introduced into the Sweat Lodge, being introduced to, to you know, honoring the, the, the time when women are in the moon. I mean, yes. th- these are traditions that really honor what we're talking about here. Yeah. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. We need you know, to bring some of this. I'm sorry, go ahead. Yeah, yeah. they have those processes for cleansing processes for um, moving through life's transitions. That's native wisdom, women's wisdom. It's the wisdom of the body. It's the wisdom of the soul. Our culture is run by the wisdom of the left-brained intellect. You know, the cold, rational intellect. It doesn't work. It doesn't. No. Let's talk about something that you mentioned in the book, and I really want to be clear about it. For those of you just tuning in, you're listening to the Dr. Pat Show. I'm here with Dr. Chris Northrup. We're talking about uh, the reissue of the book, The Wisdom of Menopause. Fabulous, fabulous book. As a matter of fact, if you want to know about the whole food thing, there's a section in here about the menopause food plan. There is so much in this book, but the bottom line is this is about thriving. I wanted to get back to something you said earlier because this whole idea of sex yeah. is really, an, and, and I, this is what I want to say about it from, you know, what I've heard from many people. It becomes a real shameful point in relationships when women really attach to this idea that sex has to be worse than it's ever been before. When you come out and say, tell us why sex often gets better. And I think this is such an important point to really talk about because, it, you know, my understanding and, and what basically I've heard people say is this is such a tough place for relationships between women and men. Yes. Okay, so here it is. Uh, let me lay this right out. Um, and it is the fact that women at midlife are often needing their energy for themselves. They have sacrificed and thrived, I mean, and survived. And they have a tremendous amount of anger, often anger at the men in their lives for not putting the clothes in the hamper, for not arranging the dishes in the dishwasher, blah, blah, blah. And there's two things you can have in life. You can have anger or you can have great sex, but you can't have both. Mm. And so you need a way to process your anger. Now, women need to know something. Women are the turn-on. Women are the source of the turn-on for men. When you are turned on, you will turn on your man. But when you are angry, that is not going to work, babe. It is not going to work. Now, you have every right to be angry, so go and be angry and figure out what to do with that. And then, if you want to keep your man and you have enough together that you want to stay together, then you need to start being the source of fun. Now, who is the source of fun in life? It's usually women. Women do birthdays. Women do the holidays. Women decorate the house. Women do the surprises. Women are the source of fun. Who do you want to be with when you're not feeling so well? Usually it's your mother, not your father. So women can do fun. And Regina Thomas Hauer, who is the author of Mama Gina's Womanly Arts 101 and Mama Gina's Owners and Operators Guide to Men. And she runs the Mama Gina's Womanly Arts School, School of Womanly Arts in New York City. She says it is fun that keeps relationships together. It is not love. 
and I know that she is correct. Well, we hear this all over the place. I mean, there's a friend of mine who has put out a book uh, and is doing a video. Uh, she has the kissing school. Yes. The kissing school. Why not? Yeah. Well, that's pretty exciting. What's her name? Okay. <laughs> I need to know about that. <laughs> uh, it, 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 well, look at what's surfacing here. And I think this is the point that I know that you're making in the book. And, and one of the reasons you're taking this show on the road, it's so important, because there are so many people saying we can do things differently right now in our lives. As a matter of fact, we must as women. Oh, and here's the thing. Okay, so the baby boom generation, that's who we're talking to right yeah, now. Yeah, we're okay. popping up. <laughs> it's women aged 42 to 60, all right, born between 1946 and 1964. There are about 45 million of us or more. The whole generation is 77 million. And we are the group with more economic clout than ever before in history. We are the group that, you know, marketers know this. Tom Peters, who wrote In Search of Excellence, yes. the amazing business guru, he said, if you want to survive in business, you better, you better pander to the number one market in the world, baby boom women. Yeah. You get it? We're running the show. They're, they're my listeners. We don't, we don't know that we're running the show. See, this yeah. is what's so funny. We don't know. Log on to Tom Peters' uh, website and get a little booklet he has. It's called Women Roar, and it's the statistics on women-owned businesses, women-run businesses. He said we have so much economic clout, but we're still enormously underserved. And, you know, yeah, this, this is my listeners, it's your listeners, and we're the group that broke all the rules. We're the ones who authored the sexual revolution in our 20s. But you see, our programming was still to serve men. The way you're going to have good sex is you're going to learn about what pleasures you. And you're going to practice on yourself. I don't care if you don't have a partner. This is how you're going to attract a partner. You're going to find out what pleasures you on all levels. I read a book called uh, The Illustrated Guide to Extended Massive Orgasm by Steve and Vera Badansky when I was updating the book um, and the, the sex chapter. And then I went out and I visited with Steve and Vera. Here's what I love. Vera is 70 years old. Steve is 56. They give demonstrations of an hour-long orgasm. Vera is 70. She's not on hormone replacement. She's the sexiest thing alive. Oh, one more thing. Vera was in a concentration camp as a girl. Mm. She said, you can choose to stay in that incredible place of pain and victimization or you can do something else. And imagine that she has made her life's work teaching people how to feel more pleasure. But it is a discipline. Let us be very clear on this. Nothing's easier than going negative. The whole media will support you. The whole culture will support you. Nothing's easier than going negative. And by the way, it's seven times easier to... Um, get blisters to appear with hypnosis than to get them to disappear. So there's something about the survival mechanism of the body that it'll kind of hook into fear. It, it just does. So it's a discipline to choose pleasure. And what Vera and Steve teach is that to have good sex, you must turn on your frontal lobes. You must turn on your brain. You must train yourself to make connections that give you more pleasure. So. For instance, maybe you touch the inside of your wrist and you feel how that feels throughout the entire body. There's another great book called Luxurious Loving by Barbara Corellis. 
and it's uh, she runs uh, Urban Tantra in New York City. And it's simply about learning how to feel more. Then there's uh, one of my all-time favorites, Dr. Gina Ogden, who wrote The Heart and Soul of Sex, and she did the largest sex survey ever done, the ISIS survey, uh, integrating sexuality and spirituality. And what she's finding, and I love this, it's the, um, be the subject of her next book, women having the best sex are in their 60s and 70s because they've made the connection between sexuality and spirituality. And it's not about frequency of orgasm or number of times you have intercourse. It's not about that. We need to get rid of those old performance standards because by those standards, 50% of women have so-called sexual dysfunction. That's a obsolete male standard. It's a checklist, and we're keeping score. You, you know, got it's, it. It's keeping score, and, and that is a paradigm that we need to just shift out of. Uh, let me just mention to you the Kissing School. And, and, and it really is the Kissing School. The website is kissingschool.com, and it's run by Cherie Bird. And you can check that out. She also has a book. Uh, as a matter of fact, it's one of the – when I open up the phone lines and I say I want to give a book away, and I say I'm giving away the book to the Kissing School, phones are off the hook. Well, we're all interested in this, you know. Aren't we? We're all interested because um, sex is about life force. Sex is about – that's how the universe was created. You heard about the Big Bang Theory. I mean, we're all connected to sex because it is the energy that keeps life going. When um, when uh, egg and sperm come together, it's the same energy that creates a nebula, you see. And we're participating directly in the very energy that created us in the first place. In my opinion, this is God. This yes. is what God is. Yes. And that's why we're interested. And if we women take back the night on this one and we learn about pleasure ourselves, we're the ones who can invite men into that. And I can tell you from watching um, a, a little thing called Mama Gives It Up to Men where Regina Thomas Hour has 150 men come in a room and she teaches them everything they ever wanted to know about women. And these men become heroes in front of you. These men respond. It is not about um, women with breast implants and perfect little bodies. It's about women who are in their bodies, enjoying pleasure. They can become the sexiest people on earth at whatever age and whatever weight. This is a woman who's come home to herself and knows what gives her pleasure is the sexiest force on earth. And this is something that we are talking about because we're shattering a myth. And it's really important to make sure that we do that. For women, for those of you that are out there that are listening to this show, uh, when, when, when we're talking about menopause, we're not talking about the death of your life. We're actually talking about the rebirth, aren't we, Dr. Northrop? That is exactly what we're talking about. And yes, it may feel like walking through the valley of the shadow of death for a little bit, but just stick with it. I mean, you know, uh, grieve your losses and keep choosing friends, thoughts, clothing that feels better. Like maybe you have a day where you go out with girlfriends and you buy all new sexy underwear. Not for some guy, for you. You do it because it turns you on. That's what this stage of life is about. It's about turning yourself on and becoming the goddess that you are. 
And when you do that, you become a healing force, an uplifting force for everyone around you. You become an inspiration to your daughter. You become someone that your husband thinks is really yummy. You have to do this for you because here's what happens with women. We've been told that our job is to meet the desires of everyone else. So over time, you become an empty shell. It's like I have this image of umbilical cords going from your belly button to everybody else until you're absolutely drained. You need to replenish your own batteries. One of the most important words that you can learn during perimenopause is no. No. You have to be willing to say no so that you can say yes. It's very important to be able to do that. And I have to say, it's very difficult. It, it really is. We, so we've not been conditioned to say no. Oh, my God. You know, I'm still learning. I just um, redid my Wisdom of Menopause PBS show on October 24th. It's going to air nationwide in March of 2007 um, throughout the PBS system. On this particular time, I wanted to have just the people. I wanted to have a certain row right at my eye level of people that I wanted to be able to see who could give me support. So really for the first time in my life, I thought, what do I want during this day when I'm going to take this show, which is about self-celebration and health and thriving? And I orchestrated every bit of it, including the seating arrangement at the table, at the after party, who I wanted to drive me home, who I wanted backstage. Do you understand that up until this time, I mean, if you look at my old PBS shows, you'll see that my hair does not look good in a single one until this one. Um, why? Because I let other people go ahead and do it. I thought they knew better than me, even though in the moment I knew something was wrong and I knew I didn't like it. Mm, wow. Okay, but here I am with the New York Times bestseller books and the this and the that and the other thing, and it took me until the sixth PBS show to finally say, this is what I want, this is what looks good. I literally sort of let other people do it. I thought they knew better than I, even though deep inside my inner voice said, this isn't quite right. You know, but when someone who you think knows better says, well, you know, you have to have your hair this way, otherwise the light shines through the camera and, uh, you know, it doesn't look right. But I knew that was wrong. Well, we turn over our power. And, you know, part of what we're talking about in this book as well is that thing we call intuition, <laughs> the knowing. Yeah, and what's so great for me as a mother is because I have really my, my own intuition, my, my intuitive voice now is so strong, and I've, I've strengthened it like a muscle. My daughters have amazing intuition, and because I'm standing on my own two feet, they are so far ahead of the game. And that's also what we baby boomers do for the next generation. This is another thing, by the way, about um, about women. We are our own best cheerleaders, and we're our own best midwives. There's nothing more fabulous than a group of women who are helping you meet your desires. Let's say that you want to meet a man. A man. Tell all your friends. Tell everybody, and your girlfriends will help you. When my daughters go out flirting in New York City, they go in pairs, in, in threes. There's one who's got a, her eye on something, and then two wing women. And then they all help orchestrate it, not to get a guy over for the weekend, but just to have fun and to uplift the energy. And that's a model, and, and, and that's a model that I, I want to let everybody know. That's a model for everyone to consider 
on many, many things. As you, as women, as we go out in this world, whether you're starting a new business, whether you're writing a book, whether you're doing a PBS special like Dr. Northrup, the bottom line is you need your wing women. <laughs> you need your wing women. I mean, hear me on this. Oh, my God. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Oh. Get yourself a couple of wing women. People that are going to hold your wings up when you cannot hold them up yourself. Oh, and that's and we're all going to have those times. You know, my assistant uh, Diane Grover has been with me for 25 years. She was my very first. I love that. Yeah, and she is my biggest supporter. That woman would take a bullet for me. And you know what you find is behind every successful woman, there's at least two wing women. And I'm telling you, I've got my two. Exactly. There's no doubt about it. Bobby Baxter is, I'm telling you, you go through Bobby. That's it. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? I, I, and you know what's funny? Isn't it funny? Um, when people don't get it, like they'll want to come to me directly. You know, well, I want Dr. Northrup's home number. It's like, don't you realize my kids go through Diane? Yes. <laughs> you know? <laughs> that is so true. <laughs> and, and that's the point we want to leave you with on this show, everyone. I mean, this is... This is an amazing conversation. As a matter of fact, Dr. Northrup, and I would love to invite you back so that we can just do a pre-record of a show that really takes the full message out there. There's so much that you're offering. I want to thank you so much for joining the show, for everything that you do, for all that you are, and I love being able to support your work and your vision, and what I want to make sure everyone has is your website one more time. Yes, my website, www.drnorthrup.com, drnorthrup.com. What's your personal message in closing the show? What do you want to leave everyone with right now? Oh, I want you to know that every day you are giving birth to your highest and best self, you pull it in with your thoughts, with your beliefs, with your friends, with what you pay attention to. You are more awesome than you could ever believe. Let it in. Mm. Thank you, Dr. Northrup. Thank you. Again, you are absolutely amazing. As I say on this show, you rock. Thank you. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show. If you want to find out more about us, it's real easy, www.thedrpatshow.com. Until next week, remember, you have the power to choose. Choose thriving. Thank you for listening to the Dr. Pat Show, radio to thrive by. To contact Dr. Pat, visit thedrpatshow.com. Tune in next Tuesday for another dynamic hour of the Dr. Pat Show with Dr. Pat Basile. Tides that I tried to swim again